if I'm that big of a person or if the person I'm affecting perceives me as large enough of an asshole, <laughs> then my gravitational pull on that person would be that much stronger. Oh, yeah. And if I'm not perceived as, you know, very large or as very big, uh, then the gravitational pull would be weaker. Mm. And so I'm just thinking about what kind of pull I allow other people to have on me. Wow. And what kind of size, what kind of stature do I give those people in my perception of them? Wow. Yeah, because wow. it's not it's not up to them. They can't decide how big they are right. and how strong their gravitational pull would be on me. I have to perceive it that way for it to be effective in the way that I'm talking about. Yeah. And is it because you're making them bigger or diminishing yourself? Mm. And either way, <laughs> the the relativity of the size between myself and that person right. would be what, whatever it is, whether I'm diminishing me or enlarging them. Yo. Yo. Yo, we can turn off the mics, man. Let's go. Okay, you're done. <laughs> shoot right. that's right hey 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 welcome back that's right welcome back people oh i'm excited man I'm me too loving it <laughs> oh man um you know i hope you guys caught that last one uh, um and i you know i've been hearing some people already tell me what their definition of power was for them before they finished listening to that episode and i hope those continue to roll in i really want to know what you guys are thinking about that talk to and us. i think I think, well, you tell me what you think, too. I think it might be best if they listen to that before they listen to this one. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah? So if oh, you're yeah. catching this episode now and you haven't listened to Tripping Off the Power yet, go play that first. Yeah, you got to go take the class for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need the prerequisites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this one's a core. This one's a core course. Um, all right, yeah, we begin into. We're talking about the company you keep. We're talking company. about other people man hmm. yeah that's that's real right there man because you know we did just talk about power you know and knowing your power but you know the the company you keep man it's either going to recharge your battery or it's going to drain that sucker yeah yeah huh you said um before we started recording you were pulling up some definitions and yeah. i've gotten to i've come to like you know starting these things off like that what word. definitions did you pull up? Because I, did we find a specific word that we wanted to attack? Not really, but I was looking at company. Company, okay. Now, you know, company has, you know, a couple definitions. Like, I'm looking at uh, two right now. I'm looking at three, actually. I'll give you all three of them. So sure. Uh, the first two, you know, uh, uses the word as a noun. Uh, first one is company, a commercial business. Example, a shipping company. Uh, the second one is uh, the fact or condition of being with others, especially in a way that provides friendship and enjoyment. Like, okay, I could do with some company. Um, then there's one, uh, of course, uh, uses company as a verb, means to associate with. Uh, these men which have companied with us all this time. So that those are our three right there. I think... Uh, I think we get plenty out of that. Okay. No, yeah, I think so too. We got a lot of directions we can go in with that. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, all right. So kind of tagging back on to the power discussion. We talked about remembering your power. We talked about uh, being mindful of your inclinations and, and diving back into those. Um, how do other people affect that for us? What is it that company does and what ways does our company affect us in regards to remembering our power and practicing our strength um well you know we're social beings you know and i think we find ourselves looking for validation i mean we do it our whole lives going all the way back to you know hey hey mom watch this hey dad look at me do this you know and mm -hmm. as we grow up i think we still in some ways, look for validation. I think, um, you know, in, in your teens, they call it peer pressure, you know, and, and um, I think in some ways, uh, 
we never totally outgrow that. And so um, where, where, you know, the direction you're looking in for validation, you know, can, you know, uh, ultimately make or break you. Yeah, they can. No, you're right. And I've noticed that in adults um, and in myself, too. I'm not excluding myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where I would like attention in some ways for certain things. Mm. Um, but I am mindful of whose attention um, I may get from doing certain things and whose attention I actually want. And mm. I'm pretty reserved for the most part around people who I'm n- just not that, um, I don't want to say not that fond of. I don't necessarily have to dislike <laughs> you to, to keep things from you. Uh, but just I'm aware that we all resonate in certain ways and some people's energy, I just don't want to touch mine. Oh, and yeah. So I might keep certain things or reserve myself in certain ways so that those energies don't meet because I yeah. just don't want it affected because you've shown me what yours are, what, what your energy is. And, you know, it's cool. We can still be friends. I'm still cool with you. I'm still rocking with you. But I just don't want that energy touching, you know, what I've got going on. That's right. That's right. I can dig that. You know, like when I'm eating a meal, I got certain foods I don't like to touch while they on the plate, even though they go in the same place. <laughs> you know, that that speaks to something else, too. Uh, personally, for me. Yeah, I don't I don't like when people say personally and to me. And I just did it because <laughs> they mean the same thing. <laughs> I don't call myself out there. Hey. Um, but but personally, um, I can't eat with anyone because oh, wow. I see eating as a bit more of a sacred experience mm-hmm. um, and I'm very intentional about you know I pray over my food before I eat and about being mindful of, of how much food I'm eating at a time and chewing and you know not in like a uh, weird serial killer way where I'm like counting my chews or anything but I try not to just shovel food down and mindlessly watch TV or work and things while I'm eating um, because you know what I eat becomes of me and I'd like to be mindful about that yeah and you want to so respect it Exactly. Um, and so I don't like to share that with anyone. Hmm. Like I, I I, don't really like to just eat around anybody. Yeah. For that reason. Uh, um, yeah. Did you have something about that? You think no, about something? I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that yeah. about you. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, I've eaten around you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah. I don't like to eat around just anybody. Uh, okay. And if I'm like in a group of people where some of them I'm fond of and don't mind eating with and some I might not just know too well or some I just actually don't want to eat around. I'll just try to put myself in a position where I'm closer to the people who I am more comfortable with eating around. Okay. Yeah. So I am, you know, it's it's not, it's never been something I've said out loud. Like, oh, I don't want to eat with you <laughs> or anything like that. But right. I'm just, you know, that that's just how I am. I just, I don't want to share that with anybody. Wow. Because okay. it's a, as much of a sacred thing as it is to me. Yeah, I can dig that. I, I can definitely dig that. Uh, but that's, you know, they talk about breaking bread with somebody, you know, and that that's, um, you know, like you could take that to, you know, the religious direction or, or just, just regular hospitality. You know, it's a sign of, you know, communion and friendship, you know. Yeah. Communion, you know, to really, um, I don't know be be close like communion i think you know to commune you know i think community i think so many things you know and and that's that's totally understandable you know you can't eat with everybody i i in in hearing you speak it's okay i'm kind of that way myself i don't think it's ever been an out loud thought but yeah i I totally get it yeah and you just saying um not eating with anyone just also made me think of it in a more um, not so, not so literal in a way that's not so literal. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do mean it in a literal sense. I don't like to consume foods with anyone. Um, but also, you know, you can eat with it with everybody. You can't share all your moves with everybody. Mm-hmm. You can't share your, your wealth and your, you know, the things that you've reaped with everyone. You just, you just can't. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about that made us decide that this is what we were, what we were going to talking about, what we were going to talk about? Um, I don't remember. We were talking something about gravity. Ah, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I want to yeah. jump into that. 
Yeah, I'm go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to remember you. what it was. Yeah, I'm trying um, to remember exactly. We were just what talking said. about um, well, what got us there. We were talking about how easy. Oh well, no, no, how hard it is. Uh, if you're trying to pull somebody up, yes, you know, no matter yeah. how much you care about them, but as hard as it is to pull somebody up, it's it's easy for that person to pull you down. You know, it's just easy to pull the person down, and and then you just took that and ran with it. Yeah, yes, I do. I want to pose a question to the listeners, mm-hmm. and and there was a question that I asked when we were like, "Yo, that's what we're talking about." Why is it? Well, okay, first I'll start by saying, I personally have found it true that it's easier for me to be brought down to a certain level than it is for someone else to be brought up to a higher level where I may be at, at a Mm -hmm. moment. And I've noticed in other relationships um, that people have had that it seems easier for a person or some people to be brought down to a certain space than it is for other people to be brought up. And I want to know why that is. Like, that's my question to you guys listening right now. Like, pause the podcast, send us a DM, shoot us an email. Why do you think that that's the case? And if Mm. you don't think that that's the case, then, you know, I'd like to know that, too. But because that has been my experience, like, why? Why is it so easy to to bring a person down? And someone who could be, you know, uh, of the highest virtues and, you know, just someone who you would think, oh, they would never do that or they wouldn't be influenced by that thing, and then they do. Mm. Like, why does that happen so often? Because I'd, I'd like to believe it's more than just peer pressure or it's more than just, you know, oh, this person's a bad influence. Like, something else is going on. Yeah. Something else has to be happening there. Negativity bias is what it, what it sounds like we're talking about. Um, okay. It, it's... Um, because you know those bad experiences, like like the impressions that those leave, are, are are really they can be real difficult to overcome. You know, so um, you know like past um hardships and traumas, the the effects of them can kind of linger for a while. You know, um, like we we tend to remember traumatic experiences more than positive ones, recall insults better than praise. You know respond more strongly to negative stuff. You know, like if somebody says, yo, that was dope. Good job. We tend to want to be humble if we're trying to be good people and say, all right, you know, thanks, man. You know, not even take the 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 compliment or even respond to it in a way that says we receive it. But if somebody says, man, you suck, man, that thing was horrible. You ready to get back at them? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think we think about negativity uh perhaps more than the things that are equally positive because it's really hard, I think, to get beyond the the lasting effects of, of traumatic experiences. Eh, okay. It's just me reaching. but No, no, I think that's good. I want to tell you why I think that is too. And mm-hmm. I want you to tell me uh, what you think after I'm done. Right. Um, I think that, that I believe uh, completely I agree with you that that is the case, mm-hmm. um, that we tend to have that kind of negativity bias where we recall and are more cognizant of those negative things, um, even in the face of things that are equally as positive. I think that's because we are wired to survive. Like that's our natural setting is to try to survive. Right. And so it makes more sense to pick up on more quickly the things that may do us harm, the things that are negative, um, or the things that may steer us away from that which may help us survive um, as a means to keep ourselves going. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make sense to, uh, let's say in a very literal sense, for a, a, uh, you know, a hunter to, it wouldn't make any sense for that person to be more distracted by the clouds in the sky than the sounds of possible <clears throat> impeding doom in the bushes. Right, right. And so we're wired to latch on to those things that might threaten our continuation. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that is. And so I agree that that is the case okay. the majority of the time. I can dig that. Um, so that, so that, so there it is, you know, just watching the company that you keep, you know, because um, I, I, I've talked about this before um, where we find ourselves mirroring negative behavior, you know, like let's just say, 
you know, I'm 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 dealing with LaDonna and she's being a total jerk. I mean, no matter what I say, she's got something negative going on and she's got something terrible to say, some insult, some really just smart ass remark, just everything that comes out of her is negative. Um in most cases we would mirror that behavior, you know, and get right with you as a means, I guess, to protect ourselves. And actually that says a lot too, really. Um mm-hmm. Because perhaps I view you as a threat, you know, in your negativity, you know, kind of uh, lending support to the notion that that, that you just um, suggested, you know, um, maybe I see your negativity as a threat and as a means to defend myself, I got to mirror your behavior, mm. you know. So worst case scenario, I come out even and, you know, we're on the same level, you know, yeah. um, and and maybe um if if I don't respond, like I think about it like this way, I think about it this way. Let's say um, there's a little kid and he's two years old. You know, he's trying to beat me up and he's swinging on me. You know, he's hitting me mm-hmm. with all he's got. <laughs> you know, kind of like, come on, man, stop, man, come, come get your kid, <laughs> come pick your son yeah. up, stop, child boy. Is this? You know, mm-hmm. but if I'm flexing, you know, and booting up, you know, on a two year old. You know, I'm seeing that sucker as a threat. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? What kind of weak spots do you got, man? Exactly. That you know, must have hit a bruise. <laughs> exactly. All right, you feel me, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's and 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 that that says a lot too. You know, and and I've said this before. Uh, you can tell the size of a person's character based on the size of the thing that makes them step outside of it. You dig? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That um that that negativity bias, I think for some people it might take more negativity to get them to, you know, respond a certain way. And I'm not necessarily talking about passive aggressive behavior. Some people just aren't harmed until, you know, until you swing, you know, with with a certain amount of force until it hits, you know, hard enough. You dig what I mean? They might not see you as a threat, but right. Um, I, I think it's uh, you know it's rooted in the the whole idea the will to survive that I, I think that's what you were suggesting. Yeah, it was no, that was a good uh, that was good support there. Um, <laughs> not yet because I'm thinking like what what's the size of the things that make you step outside what you consider to be your character? That's that's what oh, you wow. just said, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like now, like I'm posing that question to everybody now. Like to myself too. I'm thinking like. The things that cause me to step outside of the kind of person I believe myself to be, what? Mm. how big is that thing? Right. Is it reasonable <clears throat> that it's causing me to step outside of my character, what I deem to be my character? And am right. I okay with that? Right. Do I need to grow some? Exactly. Look, it's funny because we call people like that who act that way, we call them assholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like who act yeah. that way. And for real though, they're necessary because the job of the asshole is to pull all of the crap out of you. You know what I mean? That's their job. You know what I mean? And so, you know, it's a stinky job. But, you know, if if that part of your body ceased to do its job, you wouldn't live. You know what I mean? So Not at all. we should probably be thankful for those people who come along who are the a-holes uh, in our life. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we have a responsibility, though, to decide, OK, well, what is the waste of my character that I need to expel? You know, because mm-hmm. this person came to pull that out of me and they're exposing some part of myself that I should probably do away with and flush and wipe any re- remnants of it from me. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is so good. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> but oh, I might be man. wrong, you know. No, no. <laughs> Do you think you are? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> you know, but it's a way I think oh, to man. look at to look at that kind of company you're keeping though, you know? Um yeah. No, because really good. you know that that part of your body does a really nasty job, and a lot mm-hmm. of people like really resent that part of themselves. But I think those people come along to show us the ugliest parts of who we are, the parts of ourselves that we need to do away with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, give thanks for the a holes in your life. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's really good. We <laughs> need to um, compile a you know all of your analogies and mm-hmm. just make a book out of them. 
I'll do my best. You can help no, me with it. No, no. And oh, you can yeah, be no, a definitely. co-author. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we. We. Yeah, we'll write a book. <laughs> we need to do that. Yeah. Let's oh, do man, it. How many people with a podcast have written a book based on their podcast? You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do I'm it. I'm down. You know that, right? I'm thoroughly yeah. oh, down. Oh, I know. I'm very serious. I'm yeah. recording it now. Right. It would be out there for everyone to know, you know that I said this. I mean it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's good, though. That's good. Yeah. So I want to double back a bit. Right. And um, that that was a nice little branch we just been out on. I want to yeah. come back a little bit and uh, look at the influence portion of the people that we have in our lives, uh, namely mm-hmm. going back to the, the term gravity. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about being mindful of the company you keep and talking about how easy it is for someone to be pulled down and how much easier that seems to be uh, than to pull someone up. Um, but I want to talk about gravity. Uh, now, in a, in a literal sense, um, I was telling you I took an astronomy course um, yeah. in, in college. And I didn't know until I took that course, but all matter has a gravitational pull. I'm being very literal right now, but if you guys keep following, we'll get back to, you know, what, what I mean by this in yeah. regards to what we're actually talking about. But all matter has a gravitational pull. So we know that Earth has a gravitational pull. We know that the moon has a gravitational pull that isn't as strong as Earth's, but it has one. And uh-huh. you have a gravitational pull and the shoes in your closet have a gravitational pull. Uh, and mm-hmm. so does the pen that you write with when you're at work. Like all, <laughs> all matter has a gravitational pull. Right on. But the strength of that pull is correlated to the size of the thing. Mm. And so, which is why the moon's gravitational pull is weaker than that of Earth's. Mm. If you jump on the moon, you don't fall back down as quickly as you would if you jump on Earth. Yeah. Um, and there are some planets that are larger. might be kind of hard to get off the ground at all. <laughs> mm. um, but so thinking about people, thinking about company, I'd like to try to make an association between a gravitational force and the character of people and the size of people. Uh, which would be correlated to their gravitational pull. I hope you guys are following. If my character is to be, I don't know, the asshole will we'll keep me as the uh, the bad guy in this mm-hmm. <laughs> in this analogy. If I'm that big of a person, or if the person I'm affecting perceives me as large enough of an asshole, <laughs> then my gravitational pull on that person would be that much stronger. Oh, yeah. And if I'm not perceived as, you know, very large or as very big, uh, then the gravitational pull would be weaker. Mm. And so I'm just thinking about what kind of pull I allow other people to have on me. Wow. And what kind of size, what kind of stature do I give those people in my perception of them? Wow. Yeah, because wow. it's not it's not up to them. They can't decide how big they are right. and how strong their gravitational pull would be on me. I have to perceive it that way for it to be effective in the way that I'm talking about. Yeah. And is it because you're making them bigger or diminishing yourself? Mm. And either way, <laughs> the the relativity of the size between myself and that person right. would be what whatever it is, whether I'm diminishing me or enlarging them. Yo. Yo. Yo, we can turn off the mics, man. Let's go home. Okay, you done? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right, as always, thank you guys for listening. If you have any comments, suggestions, or Yo. smart remarks, you can email us at we might the letter B, wrong at gmail.com. Yo. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> we can freeze for a minute. We need to let everybody think about yeah. that one for a second. Go ahead. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. It's a moment of silence right there. <laughs> Man, I'm serious. That was like that was a necessary moment of silence because you just like killed a lot of people's issues with that one if they really took it in. Dope stuff. Hot fire. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Finger snaps all snaps. the way. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, really, man. Like y'all, y'all look at that. Think about that. How big are you making people in your lives or how small are you making yourself to the mm. point that the relativity of the size between you and the other person has grown? Wow. Wow. And yeah, man. Like, in what ways are you augmenting that space between the two of you? Or, you know, whatever the thing is that you're allowing to have 
a force or a pull on you. Mm-hmm. And I don't even just mean this in a negative sense. I want to make sure that I'm clear about that, too. Mm-hmm. We're talking about it in a negative way because a okay. lot of people have those kinds of problems. Okay, thank you for that. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But even in a positive way, like, like let's say you. You know, and I tell you all the time, how much of a positive influence you've been on my life. Mm-hmm. I met you when I was 14. Right. <laughs> I will be 28 this year. Wow. That's half my life. Half, man. 50%, That's baby. half of my life. Yeah, that's the majority, man, <laughs> scientifically speaking. Word. Um, but you've had a, a very positive influence um, yeah. on my life in numerous ways. Um, and as we grow older together and as I uh, learn you and know you more and more, it you know, that, that relationship develops. Mm-hmm. And so the way that you are and your character is large in my perception. I'm yeah. not diminishing myself for me to perceive you to be large, but that's just how I see you because wow. of how uh, positive of a person you've been to me. Mm-hmm. And so I've allowed your positivity to have a strong gravitational pull on me because I've given you that stature in my mind. Wow. Um, and so, you know, wow. in that positive sense too, like you guys really got to be mindful of not only who you're keeping around, but also how big you're making them to you mm-hmm. because in some ways it might be doing you some harm yeah if you're allowing the the a-holes in your life to take up so much space to have such a large stature that they may pull you in any direction they wish <laughs> yes yes and and that's what and, and 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 we were saying it earlier though like it starts with with our parents you know and as we develop, you know, independence in growing, we give that space to other people, you know, whether it's friends, if it's, if it's a teacher you think, you know, is cool or if it's, you know, a, a romantic love interest, whatever. Like you give people that space to, you know, to be big in your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about, um, man, you said, man, you said a lot. Um when you um, <laughs> when when you when you uh, allow people, I guess, to to be big in your life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to ask you: Do you think, uh, p- particularly, I'm talking about the negative now? Okay. Do you think that is a case of you diminishing yourself when you make the person, you know, who's a total butthole, when you make them that big in your life that they can, uh, you know, that 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 they can have that kind of gravity over you? You're you asking, think that's making yourself smaller? Not inherently. Okay. If we okay, so I'm thinking about it a bit too with music. Um, okay. So sorry for you know non musicians or anyone who might not quite get this, but we'll make it clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why I use the word augment and diminish earlier. Right. If I if I'm playing in an interval, I can either drop down whichever one is my root to augment the chord to to augment the interval. Right. Or I can raise up the higher one. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think inherently that in making someone big in my life, I'm diminishing myself. Okay, gotcha. Because I could be the root and I could feel comfortable in what, what place I'm, um, I'm in. I can just raise up the higher note. Okay, gotcha. So, or I could keep them where they are and then diminish myself and they yeah. in turn become larger. Yeah, that's where I was going. Okay, so and and it's funny because, all right, I think about the the age you're turning this year, and that's just two years younger than um, I was when you met me. <laughs> you know? Okay, yeah, and um, so I, I think that says something too that you know the people in your life have to be uh, on, on a path though, you know, that, that's moving. You know, um, like you could give somebody this big space in your world but you know uh, you know when you're a kid but as you grow and you see things through adult eyes you don't necessarily give the kind of gravity uh to to that person that you once did because you see things through different eyes but as you grow if the the relationships that you have with acquaintances you have with these people if if it maintains a pretty consistent interval that person is growing too you know um, cause I think if I was today who I was at 30 when I first became your teacher, 
I think uh, um, our relationship would have outlived its usefulness by now. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I like that. So we're talking about movement now. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> now I need to think a bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when when you have like you it, the gravity piece though that 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 was strong though like um, when you have people around um you know like the the company you keep that that's your gravity like that that's just what it is you know what i mean if um you've got people around you who have uh, a gravitational pull that is positive you know that's really uplifting that's giving you something um and and makes room for you to give and put who you are on display and share the best parts of yourself you got something you know um but a lot of the times we're running with people who are under us. And we do this to ourselves a lot of time. Uh, we spend a lot of time running with people who are, and I say under us for lack of a better word to use, but we run with people who are under us. And so we find ourselves feeding people who can't feed us. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and, and I say we do it to ourselves because it's easier to feel like, you're somewhere when you're constantly feeding people who are under you. The problem with that is you don't last because you got nobody giving you anything. It's like you can't pour from an empty glass. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Like when you're on the plane and you lose cabin pressure, it's like, yo, put your mask on first, <laughs> you know, and then take care of the child in the seat next to you. Don't call yourself being a good person. Put the mask on the kid next to you. Meanwhile, as you're doing it, you, you know, pass out for lack of oxygen to the brain, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's if 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 you're with people, you know, and and engaging in things that aren't that aren't filling you up, you know, that aren't giving uh that that aren't giving what they're taking from you, then you know, you probably <laughs> probably in an ugly situation. Hmm. Like how many times have you found yourself I mean, okay, I'm going to speak for myself, okay? Okay, yeah. Um, but I'm going to ask it as a question. How many times have you found yourself in a situation where you've recognized that you were in a place that was a little further ahead? And I mean this humbly. I don't mean that we're comparing people and saying this person's lower than me, this person isn't as good as me. I'm not saying that. But have you ever noticed that your level of development was someplace other than the people you find close to you and for the sake of the relationship, you play the part of somebody who's not as far along as you actually are. Wow. I, I know I've done that. <laughs> I can't think of a particular instance at the moment, but I yeah. know I have. I know I have. I have. Man. I have. And it's cost. Why, why do that, though? Like, are you saying just for the sake of keep like? Is there a fear that the relationship would end if you were expressive of the place that you were actually in? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that it's, I, I understand that. I understand that reasoning and that behavior. I think, though, that if that person is truly your friend, that your expression of the place that you hold would not push them away if you were holding a sizable stature in their perception then that gravitational pull of where you are would yank them up towards you you would think like ideally you would but, think yeah you ideally know, of course but you 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 can put people in a place of feeling like they're not good enough or they feel intimidated by yeah. where you are or by your stature because it makes them feel small and so oh, and you, you take try to accommodate that. their insecurities. Right. Right. <laughs> I've done that. People yeah. don't. OK. If you're listening, <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing. Um, I'm trying to think of how it was said. Um, there's nothing enlightened about playing small so that people so the insecure people around you, you know, don't. Uh, or so the people around you don't feel insecure. I, I can't remember how it was said, but there's nothing enlightened about that, about playing small, you know, for the sake of somebody else's insecurities. And we do that. And that sounds like a, 
an episode we did before where we were talking about uh, relationships, why your relationship might fail. You know, a lot of times we sell ourselves cheap or play ourselves short, you know, knowing what our worth is, knowing what our value is, knowing what we have to offer. But for the sake of maintaining the relationship that gives us something and even just to go to a really dark place, even in knowing that that person isn't where you are, it gives you some cheap sense of accomplishment because you're not all the way convinced about who you are. Mm, that's recognizing that's remembering your power yeah you see all these things are tying up it's the same thing <laughs> oh man mm. that's a dark please place, i hope you have not gotten this far without listening to that episode first go listen to go see off the power and come back here <laughs> go see it man oh that's a terrible place to be in horrible but i've done it i've done yeah. it, you know yeah and i don't mind admitting that like i've i've done that you in know, what ways um, did that affect you doing that like what happened to you yeah i you know i've been that dude that um you know i've i've been in a place and and feeling like like we were talking earlier about being kids you know and feeling like uh kind of like this and i'm not coming from an uppity place because i'm not an uppity dude I, I think i'm one of the most grounded people you'll meet but you know very humbly you know we were talking about you know being kind of a smart kid you know and i went through this thing where as a kid in my neighborhood, you know, I was um, well, I'm from a small place. And in the time that I grew up, it was kind of a segregated place, sort of like one group of people lived in one part of town. The other people lived in another group, another part of town. And it wasn't as much about color as it was about just status, you know, because there are white folks in my neighborhood, too, you know. But um, in my neighborhood, I was kind of like, oh, man, you think you somebody else. You think you wanted them because, you know, you in the classes with the smart kids, you know. But meanwhile, in the classes with the smart kids, it was like, oh, you're one of them. You're from that part of town. You know what I mean? And so with that, you, you're you in this place where you're like, well, um, I need somebody to be my friend. <laughs> I got to fit somewhere. And yeah. I remember as a kid getting to middle school and and just purposely doing bad in the class. I mean, I was in the classes with the kids from the other side of town, if you understand what I'm saying. But I started purposely doing bad because the kids that I had to play with when I went home, they weren't in those classes with me, you know. So to them, I thought I was better. And so I, I got to deal with these people. This is the, the group of kids I got to actually live around, you know, and walk to the store and play with. I can't have them thinking that, you know, I think I'm better, but we carry some part of that with us into our adulthood. You know, it might not happen to you as early as 10 years old, but, you know, somewhere at 20 or 25 or 30 or whatever, you know, and I would, I would caution you, man. Like it, it really ain't worth it. You know, like yeah. there's, there's a circle that's meant for you. Yeah. Yeah, and if you, you live in that circle and you're confident about your residence there, you'll pull you know towards you people who fit in that circle with you. Absolutely. Um, I did something similar when I was a kid. I never intentionally did bad in school, mm -hmm. you know, for the sake of appeasing other kids' feelings about you know how good <laughs> or not good they were. Right. But I did try to give explanation that wasn't a real explanation to why I did so well. Wow. I remember this one particular time I was in elementary school. I don't remember what grade, but someone asked me, another child, how I was so smart. Like, how did I know so many things? I always did well in school and I was really good in math. You know, a lot of people don't like math, but I was always good with math. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, man, how am I so smart? I don't have an answer. I don't know. <laughs> right. And I felt the need to explain it for them so that it didn't seem like this weird thing to them. Like I didn't want them to feel like, oh, I'm just smart because I'm just smart. And so they can't be smart. Mm. And so I told them that I used hooked on phonics. That was what was popular back in that, that time. Yeah. I did not. I've never used hooked on phonics. I never <laughs> used ABC mouse or any other learning resource <laughs> to aid my, my um, academic skills. Yeah. I just, I was just, talked to at home I was read to and 
um, you know, I did things at home with my mom and my grandmother and I just, you know, I just developed in the way that I did. Yeah. But I felt the need to give this child an explanation that I thought would make sense to them. Mm. And I couldn't just bring myself to say, well, I'm just smart. And wow. so I went, uh, 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 hooked on phonics. And wow. so, cause I knew that would make sense to them and it wasn't this far fetched thing. Wow. But yeah. Oh man, at such an early age to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That was part of the process of forgetting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You know, but, you know, your pursuit, though, I think was nobler than mine, you know? Okay. Uh, Because you were saying, well, hey, guys, here's how I did it. And it was almost like you can do it, too. And I just did bad so that by sixth grade, (laughs) because middle school was five through eight for us. So by sixth grade, I could be in the class with everybody else, you know, from, Mm -hmm. from my neighborhood, you know? So I just went totally self-destructive, you know? So, you know, if if you were this little kid in elementary school doing that, it's kind of like, well, you were a kid in elementary school. Props to you for trying to say, well, hey, here's how I did it, guys. You know, here's your ticket. (laughs) thank you. (laughs) You know, really. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it too was just, um, I don't know, I didn't feel like it was reasonable for me to say, oh, I'm just smart. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) I didn't feel like that was allowed. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig that. Um yeah, what was it because you thought you would make uh somebody else feel like they weren't smart enough or they weren't good enough? I think know, that was a that? piece of it. I think that was a piece. I don't think it was the whole thing because I actually have been in situations where I felt bad after I did better than someone else and someone pointed it out. Yeah. And I noticed that other person feel bad for not doing as well. That made me feel bad. And so mm. that would make me want to try to offer something that they could do too. But yeah. that that was a piece of it. Um, I don't know. The other part isn't so clear to me. It's, I just know that there was a feeling of, I'm not allowed to just be smart. So There's got to be a reason for this. You were trying to pull people up and I allowed people to pull me down. Mm, okay. It, it's what, yeah, what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, uh, you know, like which, what, what was the gravity, you know, in our environment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 That, that, that's amazing, you know? And so, I mean, we see that now though, um, with, with the company that we keep, you know, I've, I've heard somebody say this, you know, that the, the five people with whom, you know, you find yourself, yeah. you know, uh, interacting with, um, you know, you, you, you earn something similar, you know, you, you have uh, the same quality of relationships, you know, I, I, I hear that, that that's a thing, you know, and now I've never gone around and compared pay stubs to people and said, wait, dog, what you making, you know, but um, <laughs> I don't know, that might be interesting. I don't know how many people are bold enough. To- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, send pictures of your pay stubs to we might the letter be right. wrong right. <laughs> at right. gmail dot you know. com. <laughs> it's just for us. We won't show it to anybody. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Please no. don't send us that. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that because... that's your gravity though. That that's the gravity. That's that what has that's what has all the pull. And and we tell, you know, and and we tell ourselves and we tell you know other people, like yo, really be mindful of the company you keep. You know, and you know, not just not just the physical company, like a lot of the things that we listen to, you know, like I'm I'm probably annoying with that. You know, like I don't like to sleep with the TV on, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, I don't know what these people are saying while my conscious defenses are down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I know I'm annoying with that. Like, I know I get on my wife's nerves. OK, because I'm like, no, turn the TV. Off. I do not want that i don't know what messages they're sending out you know what i mean like i'm a pain in the butt with that you know um mm-hmm. like come on like somebody gotta make me somebody gotta let me off the hook and let me uh let me know that i'm not crazy for that one please hit us at the email man <laughs> we might the letter be wrong at gmail yeah. <laughs> i need well, you on this you, one you know what i um i i kind of understand you i'll be here with you here now but okay if well, I don't sleep at the TV either, but that's just because I just want it quiet and dark, and I just want to rest. Uh-huh. Um, but in the days that I did leave the TV on, I would always leave it on a children's channel. It uh. would either be Disney or Nickelodeon, 
Okay. And that was because I realized if I left it on any other channel, I couldn't do Cartoon Network because Adult Swim comes on and that stuff's weird after a certain time. Yeah. Um, but um, I wouldn't leave on any other channel because I would find myself having nightmares about whatever was on the TV and oh, I'd wake wow. up and my nightmare would coincide with what was on the TV at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so, and that was a time where I had to go to sleep with the TV on. Like I felt weird going to sleep without something noisy. Yeah. And so I just started putting it on the Disney channel because I knew that there weren't any scary commercials. There weren't anything weird. The commercials were about toys and new Disney channel movies coming out. And so I felt <laughs> safe with that, knowing yeah. that I was asleep and this is like, you know, what was likely to come on the TV while I was asleep. Mm. Um, but I get that. Yeah, you were trying to be mindful of the messages that, you know, yeah. that you were tuning into, especially <laughs> when your conscious defenses were down. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool, though. You're being mindful of your company. You're like, oh, I'm going to sleep with Walt Disney. Like, he cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we good, we good. You know, <laughs> um, I think about company. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to pull up a scripture that I actually have it memorized. Um, oh, please do. You know, just in, in company. And it, it's Psalms. It's Psalms 1. Um, and it, it's the one I have memorized is the King James Version. So it's got the walketh and standeth and thou's yeah. and all that. So if you can gotcha. deal with that, you know, but it, it's blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Just that first verse right there. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Like we're talking about, I listen to the action words there, and the word is walk. You're walking in the counsel, as in the advice, the say-so of the ungodly. Nor standeth, notice we've downgraded to just standing. You know, we're not moving forward, you know, we're exhibiting some balance, but we're not moving forward, nor standeth in the way of sinners, those who fall short, those who miss the mark. So first we're talking about moving forward under the guidance of bad counsel. And then we're talking about standing still uh, in the way or in the company of those who miss the mark. And then the next part is nor sitteth. In the seat of the scornful. So now we're talking about sitting. You hear the levels of degradation. We're going yeah. from walking to standing to sitting, you know. And if you're walking, um, you you might want to keep a constant check of who you're walking with. If you're standing, then you should have been checking uh, <laughs> who you were walking with and who you're mm -hmm. standing with. Because you're going to find yourself sitting with those who have a problem with or who scorn those who are doing anything more than walking. You ever notice the people that talk the most trash or that have the most criticisms or the most things to say are those that ain't doing nothing? They're not going anywhere. The only thing they have going for themselves is their speech of other people. Their opinions. Yeah. Critics yeah. critics with no credentials. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I for me, that's the thing as as I'm looking and saying, okay, well, who am I keeping company with? Who am I spending time with? Who am I listening to? Who who am I allowing my thoughts to bounce off of? You know what I mean? Like who am I sharing with? And who am I allowing to share with me? You know, so if I'm moving forward, good. But I gotta be aware of where I get my advice from. Who's giving me counsel? You know. Um, if I found myself not moving forward, which we all do from time to time. Well, am I standing with with other people who have missed the mark? Am I standing with people who aim and miss? And most of us, you know, we talk about sinners. Sinners is an old archery term for the for the, for people who miss the mark, who don't hit. And uh, oh, my goodness. Who said that? He said most people who don't succeed in life don't do so because they aim too high and miss, but because they aim too low and hit. You know, so we're talking about people who miss, you know, hey, maybe you're missing the mark. OK, you're still standing. But my goodness, the people who sit, you know, with those who just speak negativity, man is over. But it says blessed is the man, you know, just the person who walks not in the the, the direction of bad counsel, you know, and, and it sounds like if you're walking, uh you know, and of course, you can't walk without gravity, right? <laughs> That's right. So, you know, what, what, 
what does your world look like? You know, what is the, the, the strong pull in your world? And I, I, I advise everybody to assess that and take an honest inventory of the people that you have in your life. Not that you got to be better than anybody, but take a look and say, are these people making withdrawals or deposits? You know, and I think we all make both, but a healthy relationship, there's an exchange, you know? So um, that's all I got on that. But that's Psalms 1, verse 1. Yeah, no, that's excellent. I'm going to go look that up myself. Yeah, no doubt. I'd like to add on to your challenge to the audience to also take note of the size of the people in your life. Mm -hmm. How big are those planets in your, your solar system? Come on. Yeah, that's going to coincide with the gravitational pull of them. So, yeah, what company are you keeping? Uh, you know, how big, how small is that company? How big or how small are you making yourself? Are mm-hmm. you augmenting them or are you diminishing yourself as a means to give them the size that you give them? Right. Man, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, powerful. this is good. This is all good. This was oh, yeah. all good. I love it. Yeah, please, um, you know, um, and, and, and again, you know, I believe what I believe, but um psalms one you know and and it's short it's only like six little verses you know six lines you know um take a look at it and and really you know kind of get behind the words and really look at uh what it's saying and i'm sure that you'll get something of of value out of that i'm sure and and whether you do or you don't we'd like to hear about it we'd like to know your thoughts and your opinions on this episode as we do all the others so please shoot us an email at we might be that's just the letter b wrong at gmail.com you may also send us a dm on instagram on our page we might be e actually spell it out there we might be wrong podcast you can also hit me up directly if you wish at lb.evolving Yes, yes. Yo, and get with me at E flat. That's E underscore P-H-L-A-T. You know what it is. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. Uh, And if you see any kind of value in anything that we're delivering, then please share it with someone else. You owe it to them to do so. Word. Just like every week. That's it from me. Thanks again. And I'm out. We out. Peace. (laughs) Bye.